Hello and welcome to Not So Lonely Mormon Podcast. Hi everyone, we're back again. This is Sarah for those of you not over on Patreon because we are on video again. How exciting. Again, we're doing so many videos lately. Oh, and this is Katie. If you can't see me. Sarah, I want to tell you how extra I am today. Oh, please. I, okay, so I have my coffee, this little Vietnamese coffee that I like. I have my water. Yes. And I have I didn't have time for breakfast, so I have a whole ass smoothie. So I have three drinks in front of me right now. That has never happened before on the show. And none of I'm them are alcoholic. So <laughs> impressed. I'm beyond impressed. But also, how are you not going to piss yourself? Because Well, you know what? That is the risk I'm willing to take for this show. And we might have an emergency stopping session, but no, I'll I mean, be fine. <laughs> I love it. Honestly, that's usually me in the morning, though. Mine is a smoothie. I always have to have... My cup of coffee and a big glass of water. Like yes. I can't just I don't know how people just wake up and have coffee and that's it. No, like I I'm have to so have water. thirsty. Are you like a water twenty four seven girly? Because I am. Like I have to have my water bottle with me like all the time, all throughout the day, and even by my bed at night. Yeah. I am the exact and also I don't know if anyone else is out there that maybe Katie you're the same way, but one of my anxiety triggers or whatever is going somewhere without water. Yep. I can't Same. do it. I, I have to out. take my water bottle. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. Like my little comfort, here. my little comfort water bottle instead of a security blanket. Yeah. Security water bottle. I know. Yeah. Oh God, we're the same. You know, what's so funny is when I was young, like when we first met, when I first met you, you know, I was 19 or whatever. I never drank water. Like young me, it was like, I didn't bring my water bottle. I didn't even have a water bottle. Like, I think just being that young, you're like, your body can just like do yeah. anything. <laughs> you don't need to be hydrated. Anyway. So true. It's so true. I think it's also because, sorry guys, we're going on a tangent, but I feel like people with anxiety will get it. I also like, cause I have this fear because sometimes I get this like really random cough that just comes on and it's, I don't know what it is. And then nothing stops it except for drinking a lot of water. So I have this like fear, especially if I'm on public transport where like, yeah, I'm stuck on the tube or on the subway and I'm coughing like crazy with no water and people are staring at me. I'm just like, I can't, or being seated in the middle of like a movie theater or somewhere <gasps> and you have a cough or, attack and you can't get out. I it just, happened to me at a library once. And <gasps> ever since I'm like, where's the exit for the library? <laughs> Cause yeah. it's so quiet. Honestly, I'd bring cough drops with me now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I am an 85 year old woman. I bring cough drops and water, chapstick, band-aids. I even bring tweezers with me in case the lighting is right that I can like see a hair that I've missed like yeah but I haven't tweeted anyway oh my god and this was to make it relevant to our podcast this was <laughs> one of my triggers and I think I've talked about it a few times but during like the endowment sessions because once <gasps> that door shuts you can't you can't get out and so I would freak the fuck out thinking like what if I start having a cough attack and I can't get out I can't bring water in here so I would like stuff my pockets my temple dress pockets with cough drops and just like the whole time I just had a cough drop in my mouth I just like pop them in pop them in I did not even think about that going that long (laughs) Sarah reaches for her water going that long without water like yeah oh water 
Or because you guys all know I have horrible gas. I was like, I'm going to have an inside <laughs> fart and it's going to be in like the most quiet time of this endowment <laughs> session. I'm going to have to hold it in. Or you're going to have to, what if you had an outside fart? I would die. And listeners, if you've ever been in a session and either heard, smelled, or dealt a fart, I want to know right yes. to us. Our email's in the description. So <laughs> please do because I have been there. I have held one in. And when they say now all like stand and you have to like do the weird changing of <laughs> garments, I was like, oh my God, how am I going to stand while also like clenching my ass cheeks together because I couldn't hold a fart. So. At least you didn't poop your pants. I mean, I've pooped them so many times. I am surprised it has not happened yet in the temple. But I, part of me wishes that it would have. It would have been like the ultimate sign, like shitting myself in the temple. Like, fuck you guys, I'm out. I'm out. Screw you guys, I'm going home. I just shit my pants. I don't think this is for me. While wearing all white. The shit went into my white socks and my flippers. <laughs> little ballet booties oh yes. no oh. <laughs> well with that visual let's it's transition awesome. <laughs> um I just have a quick announcement we have a new patron Woo! so you're seeing us right now um I hope I pronounced your name right uh Yachi I I I'm white so Forgive me and correct me, but I believe it's Yachi. So welcome. Thank you so welcome. much. Welcome. Oh, that's so exciting. Thanks for joining us over on. Um, yeah, we love you guys. So thanks for, for joining and for your support. And you'll get to see our lovely faces. This yeah. Yay. For any of you that are curious, uh, there will be a link that you can just click on in the little show notes. But if you want to just type it into your computer, it's uh, patreon.com slash not so Molly Mormon. And you'll get all the extra content. <laughs> so fun. Um, so last week was a bit of a mad dash because we had technical problems. Mm-hmm. So Which we- listeners, I got on like 20 minutes early today to make sure <laughs> that didn't happen again. <laughs> And basically, I just told Greg today, I was like, look, I'm going to need to buy a laptop soon because this shit is just We're just going to have to upgrade. Please go over to Patreon. We need <laughs> <Yeah>. to upgrade. <laughs> For real, though. But I wasn't able to show the other video that we had from last week. So that's why we're back on video this week because I think it is – I teased you guys a bit with it. And so this episode's a bit of – everywhere but the main theme is children in the church oh boy you know (laughs) yeah I love like going through like the primary lessons and stuff because it's so cringy and just like maddening because you're like this is geared to indoctrinate little children and then we went through it so it is it's it's creepy I have to take it in doses so basically this video is directly for kids I feel like the one last week could have been like for young adults kids um yeah yeah, it could have been shown in like Sunday school or primary or institute like I think it applied to all audiences whereas this one is 100% just for kids and after I watched the video I was like let me just see what they have in the friend magazine for this month and then I was like oh perfect I have a talk to share as well so great great we have a primary lesson from sister Sarah Sister Sarah Little has a primary oh lesson God. for you guys today. Oh, oh. Um, <laughs> let me share my screen. Okay. 
Let me know when you can see it. Let's hope we don't have difficulties. I I see it. I see it. (laughs) Okay, so I'm not going to pull a full screen so we can still see each other. But already, for those of you who aren't watching us on the video, it's a cartoon. Yep. And it's a little girl praying at her bed. Okay. And she has the cutest little pigtails. So cute. And she has a cute little rainbow alarm clock, I think. I know. That's adorable. Yeah. Cute. Okay. Revelation, or if your brain is just thinking of stuff on its own. Oh, sweetie. Oh, my God. Okay, stop. Okay. So she said, Mom, how do you know if you're getting revelation or if your brain is making stuff up on its own? Yeah. You're a smart little girl. Your brain is just making it up. But they're addressing this while the mom is chopping carrots. Yeah, you guys, that is the first line. That's like the first thing in this video that I was like, whoa, I need to share this with Katie. Oh, wow. I want to understand what, I want to know what she says. What's the, what's the explanation here? Yeah. I'm in the middle of helping your brother put a salad together since he got distracted with all the excitement. No, I didn't. You, but I had a lettuce in a bowl and put it on the table. How was I supposed to know you wanted it cut up? (laughs) I, uh, kids, (laughs) excuse me. Dad? Yeah. Dad. Hey, sis, can we make this a walk and talk? I gotta get the food on the grill. Okay, just to pause that those who aren't watching it. So basically, the mom and dad are too distracted to answer this little girl's question. And her and her siblings are like, oh, my God, who's at the door? Like, or, oh, my heck. Oh, my heck. Yes. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> not oh, my God. Yeah, they, they ran up to the window to see who's at the door. Yeah. There's a truck pulled up. And they're all scared, like, who is it going to be? My rug rat! Aunt Chili! <laughs> okay, pause. Hi, girl! Aunt Tilly is fabulous. Right? Okay. She is fabulous. She has the hoop earrings and the necklace and the makeup, and she has a cute little dog with her in her purse. I, um, yeah. Aunt Tilly, yes, serving. <laughs> I love Aunt Tilly. I was like, yes. And I felt like I was Aunt Tilly. Like, as in the aunt with no kids in the Mormon church and, like... Girl, yeah. it's it me. Hello. It's me. <laughs> I'm her. Although I don't look that fabulous all the time, but I want to. Um, so, yeah, the person that was getting out of the car that they were all scared of turns out to be Aunt Tilly with her little chihuahua. <laughs> yes. And she's, like, cool and hip. You know, I think... And yeah. the reason why, like, I think this video is, and we'll get into it more, is even more problematic. Because, again, it's, like, geared to kids. It's a cartoon. It's showing, like, oh, look, Mormons can be progressive, too. Like, Aunt Tilly is, like, progressive and looking fly and sharp and, you know, has her little dog in her Jeep. And she's looking, you know, with her stylish outfit. But yeah. she doesn't have kids. So that's Mormons are too. just like everyone else. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. Okay, so now they're at a barbecue. Mm-hmm. I'm going to skip ahead to here. Okay. When I pray, 
Oh, wait. Sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were going to ask if I like your sparkly shirt. It's darling. So she asked her Aunt Tilly the same question. I think my feelings are messing everything up. Uh, yep, I totally understand. Are these my feelings, or is it Heavenly Father trying to tell me something? And how the Spirit speaks to me may be different from how it speaks to someone else. However, I found that I can know if something is coming from me or not if I feel peace. And I can't manufacture peace, so when I feel it, I know that I'm feeling the Holy Ghost. I'm just going to pause there. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay, when you feel peaceful, that's from God, that's from Heavenly Father, but... I don't believe in any of this shit anymore. And there are times that I feel immense peace. Yeah. So I, it's just a human experience to feel peaceful, yeah. to feel at ease, to feel like, and to I feel don't know. like love. Like for me, I can relate in this cartoon because as a kid, I remember hearing about it. Cause I, if those of you who are listening, who haven't listened to our earlier episodes, like, because my mom was inactive, I actually grew up in like a Baptist, not, it was either Baptist or non-denomination. So like my childhood memories are mostly of like this church of like taking bread and grape juice and singing like different church songs and having tithing in a collection dish. Right. So mm. when we went to the Mormon church, I was about seven, I think when my mom went back to church and I was confused because I kept talking about revelation and like, oh, you get it as being a good Mormon, basically, and the only true church is the Mormon church. And my grandmother, who I would go to Baptist, her Baptist church with any time we stay the night, I was always confused because I would read scriptures with her. She gave me her own Bible, like it had my name engraved in it, but it was like a, a Baptist version of the Bible, not a Mormon one, right? Uh, and I just remember being like, as a kid, really confused because I felt that same feeling with my grandma. And she would read her Bible verses to me or we would pray together or just being around her and my grandpa I was incredibly close to them and I would feel this feeling and be confused like but how do I know like this isn't revelation or this is the Holy Ghost like for me I feel the same thing when I'm around her and I'm at her church and now I'm confused and also I would get confused because they would say like you know you're those who aren't members or aren't still in the temple aren't going to be sealed for all time. Like, you're not going to see them in heaven. And I, as a kid, again, I'd be like, so my grandma, like, my grandpa, I'm not going to see them. Like, they're good people. Like, good people. Yeah. Not that you have to be good people in order or be Christian in order to be good people. But, like, I would think, like, they're, you know, they read their Bible. They go yeah. to church. Like, I don't understand it. And so it's shit like this, like, watching these videos, I'm like, it's conflicting as a kid. Like, it's hard to oh, understand definitely. this stuff. And then it just totally brainwashes you for the rest of your life where you're thinking, like, yeah. this feeling that you have when you're experiencing love or just comfort or peace or happiness has to be related to the church. Like, that's what they right. do. Like, that they own it. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's a great point because think I would I would assume that any religious person no matter what their religion is, they feel peace and they probably attribute it to their God or their version of the Holy yeah. Spirit or whatever. So it's like, who's to say that the Mormon version of that feeling is the right feeling or that honestly any version of that feeling mm. is the right feeling. And as, as anyone that's confusing, but especially as a child, when they're telling you like, love everyone, everyone has value and blah, blah, blah. But then it's like, 
but my friend who's Catholic says that they feel yeah. the Holy Spirit, but I, you just told me that they're lying when they feel the Holy Spirit because only we can. And it like pits you against other people yeah. and like kind of forces you to sort of be judgmental, even though you don't want to be. You're like, but wait, that doesn't make sense. And they're telling me that they feel it too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's get back to Aunt Tilly and this kid. Is it that easy? Well, there are things that we can do to help our understanding, like study it out in our mind or read the scriptures. When I'm looking for answers from Heavenly Father, I make a decision about what I'm praying for, and then in my prayer I ask, is that correct? And if it is, I'll feel that peace through the Holy Ghost. That means <sighs> that. That so makes you, sense. You've, you've predetermined what your answer is going to yes. be. This is, Sarah, this is you going to Berlin. <laughs> yes, get out of my head. Katie knows me so well. Literally, though, this was me, and it was the most confusing time of my life. I mean, the the amount of times I just couldn't sleep, I was up all the time because I kept praying and, like, saying, okay, this is my decision, and then being like, is that feeling, like, is that revelation? Is that my own wants and desires? And going to church and, like, listening to every talk and being like, oh, my God, I'm going to get a sign. Like, is this... <laughs> <laughs> is this God telling me that this is right? And they, they talked about this and this scripture verse. Is, and so is Heavenly Father talking through Gordon B. Hinckley directly <laughs> to Sarah in, <laughs> in Provo, Utah? But really, though, that's what we were taught, you guys. Like, yes. We were taught, like, listen, like, there will be a message just for you. So yeah. take notes. <laughs> oh, that's wild. And ponder it out in your mind. Yeah. And read the scriptures. Yeah. <sighs> I'm so proud that you're thinking of these questions even before you've been baptized. That's why you're my favorite. Oh, but don't tell anyone else. <laughs> Will I still be your favorite if I grow old and have a comb over? Yep. And my eyebrows are as long as weeds. Oh, we can always hedge clip those. And a force of hair grows out of my ears. No matter how scruffy you are, Heavenly Father and I will love you to move. <laughs> Isn't that right, Penny? Oh, she has to yeah. add Heavenly Father into it. <laughs> yeah. Isn't it so cringy? It's like, <laughs> Heavenly Father will love you, and I will love you, and that's why you're my favorite. And you're even thinking of this before your baptism. And he'll love you no matter how scruffy you are, but you will be judged and not won't be able to live with him if you make certain decisions yeah. and leave the church. So his love is conditional, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. So that's that video. The rest of it is like just kid stuff where they, yeah, it's not as much message. It's just like the dog eating a hot dog and getting sick. So, <laughs> so okay. So the, the message here is how to know if it's your own thoughts or revelation is yeah. if it lines up with what the church has already said. Essentially. Yes. Like, because you have to study the scriptures and figure out what the quote unquote, like, right answer is and then yeah. you pray about it and if you feel peaceful that isn't just you feeling good about your decision uh. or what you want that's you know I know so many people growing up that were like I prayed about it and this is like what I'm gonna do and looking back I'm just like that's such a cop-out you you just wanted to do that <laughs> my entire life you guys has been that and part of it is like I I think we've talked about this before on the podcast. Like, obviously, I don't really 
necessarily agree with like having regrets in that sense, like things just worked out and I grew and I'm the person that I am today because of the choices that I've made and where I am in life. But that being said, a lot of those choices, I feel like I do have a tinge of like, ah, you know, I would have chosen something differently if I hadn't been in the church. And I think I would have had a lot more experiences that I wish I had now that I didn't get to have in my twenties. Like I feel like the twenties are your, your prime time. Right. And I just didn't get most of those experiences back. Cause I was so fixated on like, I have to pray and make sure I'm going to do like the exact thing that God wants me to do. And, you know, lead you to your sense. eternal companion. Yeah. It was never like, Oh, let me go on that semester abroad trip because I really want that. It was like, no, stay here and try to date this guy who in the end just like was using you and did had no intention to do anything beyond just like fool around with you for a few months like that to me is still something that I'm like fuck I wish I just would have like listened to myself and like what I wanted to do instead of being like I think I think Mormon Jesus would want me to do this you know what I mean like it's so confusing and it's such a mind fuck when you think about it like yeah, and then when like it doesn't work talked- out, yeah, then you're just like, oh, it's because that's what God wants me. It's trial and tribulation. Exactly. We've talked about it a lot, like how it's taken us a long time. And even still, we have so much self-doubt because we were we were trained basically to be like either it's the Holy Ghost or Satan and your that's thoughts it. aren't your own and don't trust them. And so then you're just like constantly nervous about making a choice. It's it's wild. And just to see that this is it it really like it made me feel sickly seeing that these cartoons exist, but also pissed. Like I'm yeah. I'm more pissed than anything that the church is like proactively going after kids now in a cartoon angle. Like I know that they had cartoons before and like different things that they approach with kids, but now this is like YouTube. You can just like there's so many videos that they can just look up and I'm sure people are showing it in family home evening, primary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And kids remember that, like they're sponges, they absorb everything, right? And as a kid, I remember vividly cartoons I watched. And so it's like, fuck, like these kids are watching it and getting even more confused, I'm sure. And just like, oh, yeah, that's that makes sense. Like, yeah, this is what Revelation is. And we're a part of the only true church. Like I can see these kids being like, I have I'm special because I have the only true church in my life. Yeah. And I have revelation, even though it's only revelation if, like, my church leaders agree with yeah. it. <laughs> exactly. Because <laughs> if they have, you know, a little girl has a revelation that she wants to wear a two-piece bathing suit to to the outing, that's like, no, that's not real revelation. That's not Satan influencing you. Yeah. Like, oh, so I guess I just let Satan talk to me. Cool. <laughs> Satan, I mean, I tell you, he's like, mm, girl, I think you should wear that two-piece bikini. Wear that tankini. You wear show that, that bikini. Show that sliver of belly. Oh, my God. Tankinis. Oh, I forgot about them. You guys oh. don't even understand. If you were Nevermo or if you were a Mormon, an Exmo outside the U.S., maybe in Europe, because I feel like in Berlin – all the Mormons wore bikinis and I was like what the fuck like what the fuck you're not allowed what to wear that frick? <laughs> um, are sinful <laughs> <laughs> and then you have tankinis which like Katie tankinis I it was so much to convince my mom 
to let me wear a tankini. I mean, like the fight <laughs> and the struggle to just be like, come on, it's allowed. It covers. She'd be like, okay, fine. You can wear a tankini as long as it covers your stomach completely. And I'd be like, okay, fine. Remember the tankinis <laughs> that had like the boy shorts? I get out of my head. I was just thinking that. I was going through my head of like my tankinis and I had the boy shorts and I had one that had a skirt. <gasps> I didn't have a skirt one. I had the boy short one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's so problematic because as a chubby bunny, as a kid, I was always like, I felt like I couldn't show my skin. But then you go into the church and they're also telling you, like, cover up your stomach, make sure your stomach's not showing. And then I was like, oh, OK, yeah, I definitely can't show my stomach. It's disgusting. Like, like there's something wrong with that yeah. body part that everyone else has. Like yeah. we need stomachs to digest our food. Like yeah. that should be the message, not like cover it, cover it, cover it. Like Exactly. Yep. <laughs> yep. So now we're going to change gears and go to this talk I found that is in the primary, uh, not primary, what's it called? Friends is the name of the magazine for kids that the church put out. Um, And it's, the title is Tithing or Ice Cream? Oh, ice cream all the way. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, no. I know where this is headed. Yeah. And it's, and it's, and literally they have under it by Michaela Wilkins. And it says, based on a true story. Oh, they always are, aren't they? Yeah. And it's April 2023, so just last month. Literally just came out. Four little babies are reading this. Okay. And it also says, this story took place in the USA. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for that detail. Uh, Okay, so the image they have is... This little girl is, like, pondering with her finger on her chin, like, hmm. And then above her, two choices, like a jar of tithing money or an ice cream. Okay? So This is so fucked up. It's so <laughs> fucked up. These are little kids, guys. Little kids. Little kids okay. only have the tiniest amount of money. Like, when yeah. I remember getting, like, getting a quarter or even a dime as a kid, and you're like, yeah, money. Or like, if, if you got a dollar, oh my God. Like, like, but then to expect children to pay an organization that has billions of dollars. Mm-hmm. I know. It's it's <laughs> cruel. It's really cruel. It's just fucked. Um, yeah. And to have this in the magazine for kids. So it starts off with, quote, want to get ice cream at the store? Christian asked. Yes, Katie said. It was hot outside and biking was hard work. Ice cream. Okay, I feel perfect. personally attacked. <laughs> I need. I'm going to have to. But it's Katie with a T, not a D. Okay, but still. But still. I feel like I feel like God, Celestial Jesus, is talking directly through me in this article to you. Okay, yeah, I'm listening. That you I'm need to pay time. Okay. Oh. Give CJ the middle finger. (laughs) (laughs) So Katie ran inside. She found the little bag where she kept her money. When she opened it, she frowned. She didn't have enough money for ice cream. But then she glanced at the jar of money on her shelf. She kept her tithing money there to give to the bishop. There was (gasps) enough money for ice cream in there. (gasps) Yeah, break that jar. Get into that jar, honey. Smash that motherfucking jar, Katie. You smash it. You get that money. You need that ice cream. The bishop doesn't need that money. (laughs) 
Uh, she said, okay, so Katie took some money from her tithing jar. Then she and Christian yes. hurried to the store and picked the flavors they wanted. Katie yes. felt a little guilty as she licked her chocolate ice cream cone, but she hadn't taken very much money. She could pay it back later. <gasps> this is like, okay, this is giving like mafia vibes. Like, I know. Oh, I, didn't, I didn't take that much. I'll pay back the debt, I swear. And then I they're swear. like, you have until Sunday. Or else. I know. Damned, right? Like, oh! <laughs> I know. It's so intense. And this is a kid's story. Um, okay. A few weeks later, Katie went to get ice cream again. She still didn't have enough money, so she took a little more from her tithing jar. Oh. I'll pay this back, too, she told herself. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. Yeah. They're, like, yeah. treating. They're, like... <laughs> Treating it as though ice cream is like heroin, and she. I like, know. Oh, just a little bit more. I'll just, I'll just steal a little bit, just so I can have a little bit more. I need another hit of that chocolate ice cream. I need that hit. I need the sprinkles, man. I need the sprinkles. I want a wafer cone. <laughs> it's a slippery slope with that ice cream addiction. It is. I'll tell you. <laughs> I tell you what, it is. Um, Katie kept taking money from her tithing jar. She always promised to pay it back, but it got hard to remember how much she had taken, and she didn't have enough money to replace it. Soon, it was time for her family's tithing interview. Oh. Yeah, it's so bad. They would meet with Bishop Levitt. He would ask each of them if they had paid a full tithing on all the money they earned that year. Okay, so pause for Nevermo's. So you have, we've talked about this in other episodes, but tithing interviews is basically they ask you for the year, have you been paying all your tithing? And as it says in this article, they start from a young age. Like, it's not just yeah. adults are asking. It's like, and I remember as a kid being asked that, like, have you paid full tithing, blah, blah, blah. And well, and they keep yeah. track. Like, yeah, there's a tithing log of how much you've paid. And at the end of the year, especially, they do a thing called tithing settlement, where, like, they'll tell you how much, you know, they're like, this is the log of how much you've paid. Is this correct? And they'll, like, stare at you. And, you know, you're all living in the same community, so they know what you do for a living. So they're in their heads, they're like, is this 10% of that person's salary? And are you lying to me? Mm-hmm. And with a kid, like, a kid, kid, you guys. It's just so messed up. Like, how does a kid even earn money? Like, do you have to pay money on, like, the $5 your grandma gives you? Yeah, that's what they're taught. I remember being confused by that, like, when I would get, like, birthday money and stuff like that and being taught, like, you have to give tithing on that. And I was like, like, that's a gift. That's not what I earned. But yeah, yeah, any any income is like any kind of money. You have to give 10% and then they interview you about it and keep logs on you like. It's, they are the they are the mafia. They <laughs> are. Together, more and more. <laughs> Mormon church is the mafia, legit Mormon mafia, and it yeah. gets worse. Um, just brace yourself because it goes through. And for never most, it kind of goes through a bit of like the the bishop interview, so you can kind of see how it goes. Oh no! Yeah, that Sunday, Katie put the rest of her tithing money in an envelope and gave it to the bishop, but she knew it wasn't enough. Her stomach felt sick. Later, Katie's family sat together in Bishop Levitt's office. Are you a full tithe payer? He asked Christian. Yes, exclamation point, Christian said. (laughs) Katie shifted in her chair. Mm, Would it be okay to tell him that she was a full tithe payer too? She hadn't paid all her tithing yet, but she was going to. Are you a full tithe payer? 
Bishop Levitt asked Katie. Katie looked down. It would be wrong to lie. No, she said quietly. I used some of my tithing money to pay ice cream. I know Heavenly Father is grateful for the tithing you did pay. And when we make a wrong choice, we can repent and try to do better. Bishop Levitt smiled at Katie. I know you will try to pay all your tithing in the future. Katie nodded. She wanted to be a full tithe payer. Yeah. The wait, next time, wait, yeah. wait, wait, wait. They're shaming her in front They're of her. They're shaming whole her. She's a, she's a little girl buying ice cream. Yeah. And she just feels all this guilt and shame, like looking down, like, and she, she even did pay some money. Like they shouldn't have to pay any money, yeah. but she did pay some. And then she's like, well, it wasn't the full 10% of this tiny amount that I already had. Ah. It's so fucked. It's so fucked. And even says, we'll get to it. She felt guilty. So they already are like making a point that this little kid feels guilty about this fucked up, like Mormon doctrine that they have uh. hiding. So she says the next time she earns some money, Katie put 10% in her tithing jar. Then she put a little more. Is this enough to replace what I took? She wondered. She added even more just in case, but she still felt guilty. Oh my God. Yeah. If I, if this chair wasn't sturdy, I would have fallen out. (laughs) I no. Yeah. Literally like give us extra, give us even more money, even more. It's like we loaned you. You took that from us. Yeah, it's so interest. You us more back. It's interest. Yeah. Uh-huh. And to <sighs> say, like, she felt, she, but she still felt guilty. Uh, yeah. Okay. Maybe she could pay even more tithing until she felt she had replaced it all. She put her head in her hands. My mo- Her mom came into the room. What's wrong? Katie sighed. Hmm. I don't know how much tithing I need to pay to make up for what I spent. Mom gave Katie a hug. I'm glad you want to fix your mistake, she said, but sometimes we just need to start where we are and try again. Heavenly Father will forgive us when we do our best to repent. Was that true, even for her tithing mistake? When Mom <gasps> left, Katie prayed, Heavenly Father, I'm sorry that I didn't pay all my tithing. I want to pay it back, but I don't know how much I owe. Will you forgive me and let me start over and try again? <gasps> Will you literally forgive my debt, Mafia leader, and let me be indebted to you for the rest of my life, and I'll just be good? Yeah, it's so awful. The ending sentences, or a few sentences, are, Katie felt peaceful. Back to Revelation, right? Mm -hmm. Peace means this is God. It felt good to ask for forgiveness. She knew that Heavenly Father would help her do better from then on. Okay, how fucked up is it that she had to ask for yeah. forgiveness for buying for ice, ice cream. cream with her money? With her it's money that she earned. Article. Like this no. article, like this, this, like yeah, article in this magazine, I would find less problematic if it was like she stole a pack of gum from the store and had to go back and give it. Like, like okay, the fine. whole point of that would be like, we don't steal, we don't take what's ours. Yeah, exactly. A good moral. But, but it was she earned thing. that money. Yeah. It was hers. She didn't take it from anyone else. She used it to buy herself a sweet little ice cream it's treat. Ice cream. And she was made to feel so guilty and had to repent and ask for forgiveness for buying fucking ice cream with her I own know. fucking money. Yeah. This was 
You guys, this came out just last month. This isn't last old. Last month. Not even, just like a few days ago, April 23rd, or sorry, no, it was just April 2023. Point being, just a few weeks ago. Like, uh, that's what they're still teaching the kids in the church. I'm floored. And can we just remind everyone that the church has over a hundred billion dollars. Yeah. And they're taking it, money from children. Yeah. They're, they're, they shouldn't, they don't need money from anyone, but especially children. Not only taking money from them, but making them feel incredibly guilty about this. And as we already talked about, like I can remember as a kid being like, I have to give money, even though I'd get money from like my birthday and a yeah. car has to be like, okay, well I have to like technically tie on that or doing my, like doing my chores and getting an allowance, which was like three dollars, yeah. I think, or some shit. Like I did not get much, and it was like I had to clean, I had to do all these things, and I'd have to pay tithing on that. Yeah, a little kid, you guys, like that's their fucking money. Uh, uh, I, <laughs> it makes me so bad. And just yeah. in that talk alone, like that article alone, you had so many elements of like just ridiculous. So you have the tithing, which is obviously horrible. Then the shame and the guilt and then forgiveness and asking, like, had to repent and ask for forgiveness. And then, okay, they she prayed about it and had this nice warm feeling, which must be revelation or, like, must be, like, God confirming that he heard her prayers and he forgives her. He, he forgave you for spending $2 of his, his money. money. Yeah. I mean, again, if you think about how ludicrous, and I love that word, ludicrous. Um, Luda. Yeah, Luda. <laughs> um, like, again, we talk about it so many times, but imagine if there is, like, a god out there that's honestly like, ooh, Katie, you spent some of your tithing money on ice cream, and that's really bothering me, and now I'm not going to forgive you. I'm mad at you. Like, yeah. All the problems and the entire world's population, he's concerned. That's what he's worried about is you didn't give him. Yeah, you spent some of his money on ice cream. Yeah. I'll say it again. He's a petty bitch. (laughs) He's a petty (laughs) bitch. Like, Like, yeah, I, I, I know that some active Mormons would be like, well, tithing teaches charity and it teaches you to be like generous. And it's like, no, no, no. That's not yeah. when you really look at it. It's not. It's teaching you to be obedient yeah. and to just give and give and give. It's like because there's so many other things you could do that are charitable instead of yeah. just giving 10% of your money to an organization yeah. that um, doesn't need it. That doesn't need it. Like if you want to be giving, then give your time. Like to me, yeah. that's like. Yeah. And the church requires so much of your time that that should be ample enough. Like they don't need to have tithing. They have the money like, and they're on top of you giving 10% of your income. You also have to give like fucking like crazy percentage of your time to the church. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. to me, that's, that is just wild to think about. And it's so, it's so very clear that it's a cult because they demand the money, obedience, but also the time, like they want to make sure yeah. that you have no time for anything outside the church that would yeah. maybe influence you to leave, basically, because exactly. you're That's just exactly at it. the church all the time, 24-7. Yeah, exactly. If they really cared about charity, why not um, teach people to actually give to charities that really yeah. need it? Like there's lots of causes and yeah, mm-hmm. that you could do. And or even teaching like I remember growing up, my grandparents taught me like, yeah, give 10% to the Lord. And 10% to yourself, which I think the 10% in savings is like a smart thing. Like, cause yeah, 10% definitely. of the savings account, 
And I'm like, oh yeah, like that's a great thing. But 10% to the Lord, like, first of all, God, if he's, if God was real, God doesn't need human money. I just, no, he doesn't. Humans just invented. It's so dumb. It's so (laughs) dumb. And I, I, I'm just baffled because again, like we say it over and over again, but it's one of those things where you're like, fuck, when you really dissect this religion and this like cult, this doctor and like, it's crazy that we believed in it and we believe that there's a God that, and as a kid that I was like so terrified of this God hating me and like having to repent and like, you know, little shit like this, like, I mean, tithing or whatever it may be like, and feeling like I keep, I keep fucking up and like, you know, I got to, well, yeah. God's going to hate me and I'm going to go to hell. And like, kids shouldn't be concerned about this kind of stuff. Oh. Like, yeah, it's set up to make you feel like a failure because you can't possibly do everything right because there's yes. so many things that you're supposed to be doing. Even if you have quote unquote, a like naughty thought, then that's something that can spiral you into like, oh, heavenly father knew I thought that thought now I have to repent. And it's yeah. like, you become obsessed with it. Like, Oh, can you imagine if Rory was taught this stuff? It honestly, I think it tugs at my heartstring even more. Like when I watch these things, because I just think like, you know, I can't imagine my son like watching this shit or having these stories told to him and him feeling this guilt and like having this extra pressure and confusion and everything. Like it's, it's heartbreaking as a parent to think that like kids are being taught that. And yeah. yeah. And I do worry if I'm being quite frank, like I do worry about him being around like certain people in my life who are still practicing Mormon and them like trying to say stuff like this to him and him being confused. Like, I just don't, I want to protect him as much as I can and not have him around that kind of stuff, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like truly, like we don't say it lightly that the Mormon church is harmful and in many, many ways, but yeah, especially to like little minds that are so susceptible to ideas and stuff like that. Oh, it's sad. Speaking of little minds, I got to get back to my baby. (laughs) Well, thank you for preparing that. That was a wild ride and I got all the feelings. I was very ragey, but thank you for sharing. Honestly, I think that we have to take it in doses because I'm like, there's so much content on just the shit that they put out for kids. But I have to like, I could only read one of those articles because I saw there were so many in that magazine for April. And I was like, I can't do it. It's already making me like feel icky and angry and all the feelings. So I'm just going to stick to one. But yeah, (laughs) (laughs) you guys go have a chocolate ice cream. Let's go have some ice cream. Yeah. We'll eat our ice cream and we'll be back next week. Yeah. Bye. (laughs)